0: How many times have I said that if you're going to go to one or two or maybe three dinners a year, you must, must, must make sure to be at the Ohel oh Annual Gala. Why do I say that? Because it's one of the most inspiring nights of the year. I've been saying this for about a quarter of a century, frankly, that if you're really going to you know, be one of those people that avoids dinners and doesn't want to be at these dinners in the Jewish world, Uh, You must make an exception for the o dinner. It's uh, an inspiring evening and one of uh, incredible community togetherness. And this year, o 49th annual gala, uh, slated for Sunday, November the 11th, is going to be happening at the Sheraton, New York Times Square Hotel. They'll do a buffet dinner and then start the program at 6.30. Uh, David Brescher is going to chair the dinner. There are many uh, distinguished co-chairs, of course. They will celebrate the life and legacy of Harvey Cayley of blessed memory. And, of course, his wonderful wife, Gloria Kaylee. She should live and be well. They'll inaugurate the Harvey and Gloria Cayley Community Impact Award uh, for that evening. Uh, they'll honor Linda and Ellie Gottlieb. They'll honor Jenny and Barry Horowitz. And they will celebrate the installation of one of our special guests in our studio this morning and have a testimonial to another one of our special guests in our studio this morning. I refer, of course, to Jay Kestenbaum first, who is becoming co-president of OHEL with the wonderful Mel Zachter and Meisha Hellman, who will be President Emeritus and Ombudsman of OHEL in recognition of his uh, 26, that's uh, uh, Shem Hashem, 26 years of service as OHEL's president. It's with great pleasure and a wonderful honor for me to welcome both Jay Kestenbaum and Meisha Hellman into our studio on this Tuesday morning. Gentlemen, welcome to JM in the AM.
1: Thank you for having us. Thank you, Nachman.
0: A pleasure to have you here. Uh, maisha uh, I mean this is uh th- this must be a very very interesting transition for you because you have been such an incredible effective member of the ohel Presidium and I was glad to see that even though uh, Jay is essentially I guess you would say taking your place now in this partnership with Mel nonetheless it seems from the title that you still will thank God be involved and very concerned on a daily basis regarding what's going on at ohel
1: that is correct. And uh, my uh, stepping aside, not stepping down right. <laughs> uh, as co-president with, as you said, the wonderful Mel Zachter uh, is something that I myself initiated. I felt that 26 years is, uh, is enough and uh, an organization uh, shows its strength by by the continuity of someone else taking over and it's rare that you have the opportunity that someone like a Jay Kesterman, and I say it behind his back, in front of his face, <laughs> doesn't matter where. Uh, it's rare that you have someone who is respected by each and every one that comes in contact with. His friends love him. I, thank God, got to know him through O-Hell. I did not know him before. Uh, as a bonus, I got to know his father very well, Los Angeles Stark. And I can tell you that O.L. is is really very, very lucky to have a Jay Kesterbaum become co-president with Mel Zachter.
0: Well, I am in full agreement with you. Uh, it, it, we cannot overstate how incredible a man Jay Kesterbaum is. The only thing I will say is that there are probably people walking over to Jay asking him, what were you thinking? Do you really want to be president of one of the most incredibly large, and incredibly influential organizations in the Jewish world, and your answer to them has been Jay?
2: Well, it's it's. I have to tell you something, Nachum. Uh, you know, you you have big shoes, but I have to tell you <laughs> that Moish Hellman has much bigger shoes. It certainly, and does. Uh, when people say about stepping in and filling shoes, there is no way possible I could even come close to. Uh, to replicating or, or, or looking at the accomplishments that Mike Shellman and Mel Zachter have done for OHEL in uh, the 26 years they've been involved. And uh, really, my, my task is really, uh, you know, people come in and say, all right, so what are you going to do next? And uh, I, I believe, and I've said this to the staff in the meeting, um, my job is to make sure not to mess up anything that Mike Hellman um, and Mel Zachter and his team have done so in that, the last 26 years. So that, that's your
0: agenda. Your agenda that, is just keep advancing what they've already that, that accomplished. Is
2: not, that is not an easy agenda that's for a $68 million organization wow. who, that does the kind of services it does in so many areas for well. For sure.
0: It's well known that you're involved in a lot of causes. What were the first days for you with OHEL? How long ago did you get involved and why?
2: Well, uh, coincidentally, 26 years ago, or a little more than that, I was brought in by a good friend of mine, Fred Schulman, when uh, he and his family dedicated the uh, Milton and Molly Schulman foster care program. Mm-hmm. And um, One I the knew key nothing. Elements of O-Hell. Correct. And I knew nothing about OHEL. I was brought to the for- first board meeting and I was blown away by the dedication of the lay leaders in the board, typically organizations. You have a board meeting, you have three, four, five people, and the only people who really run everything are there. In OL, the typical board meeting has between 25 and 30 people minimum, which is absolutely incredible of uh, people who take their time morning, night, and constant phone calls all week long to dedicate themselves. And I was really amazed at how involved the lay leaders were, which is extremely unusual.
0: You know, it's funny because when people ask me about the success of the organization, for years I've used the expression an active board, but you make such a good point. It's not just active, it's large. It's a right. lot of people doing this work, and if anybody's familiar with organizations, Jewish or not, to have this large and active board is the exception. It's the exception. So to see lay leadership repeat and come back time after time to be involved in all these cases that are presented to you and all these situations and decisions that have to be made is simply unbelievable. And, Maish, you've seen this, obviously, up close and personal as you lead that board. I've
1: seen it. I became president after uh, Max Wasser's Ukraine of the uh, asked me to step in, and um, I had a good rebbe. I really did. The, uh, he was wonderful, integrity, um, and really ran the organization through the board. It, it wasn't about him, at all. And we're 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 very fortunate that we have a David Mandel right. as a CEO of the organization. He's with us, I believe, twenty three years, and it's been twenty three wonderful years. Um, He's, he's just run the organization, believe
0: on that. Maish and Jay Kestenbaum are here. But, but, and I, I don't mean to sidetrack, but just for a second, it, it's such an important point that a large active board is one of the reasons for the success of the organization. Why does a board member show up? What is it about those meetings, as opposed to so many other organizations that can't gather a quorum of people, what is it about those meetings that attracts a regular balabas to come, and it's usually early in the morning, right? Am I right that they're very often early Sometimes in the morning? Sometimes early or at night. To come, night. or late at night, to come and to be part of those meetings. What is it?
2: Well, there's enthusiasm. There's, there's a lot of interest in an organization that's not stagnant. The one thing about Ohel, oh, the number of programs that have been started during uh, Moshe's tenure is is incredible. Uh, the expansion of services is, in, is incredible. It's clearly not an organization that does one thing and doesn't touch anything else. It tries to fill all the needs of the Jewish community on a daily basis. I mean, one of the examples is right now with the trauma right. uh, counseling that it's doing, uh, offering to help in the Pittsburgh situation. Just yesterday. Um, um, Dr. Norman Blumenthal, who's the head of our trauma unit, um, was counseling in Wanekew, New Jersey, in the school where nine, in the community where right. nine children died in the facility um, with immune uh, deficiency disorders. And uh, the counseling that they do, the expansion of services through Lifetime Care Foundation, the starting of Camp Cayley, it's its a board that has seen change and has seen um, areas where the community needs services, and OHEL comes to the forefront to expand and provide those services. And you need a, a, a very active, good lay board leadership in order to think through, to plan out, and to make sure all these services are done well.
0: And I hope this wasn't lost on the audience as you just mentioned. Uh, said that list, but add to it the residences, the right. foster care. I mean, right. we're talking about we're talking about active. We're talking about really strong departments yes. that are doing incredible work, and I have the privilege, and, and many others do, of seeing it on a regular basis. You know that the OHEL residence right here is something right very important to us.
1: If I could chime in sure. and, and answer that uh, question, the board members also see that they have ownership of the organization. Right. They have and they don't. Uh, I, if I'm the, uh, Mel and I are the highest, uh, uh positions right? officers of right. the organization. I mentioned it at the last board meeting, I, there was a pen in front of me and I said, you know that I can't even take this pen home. It's not mine. Right. It doesn't belong to anyone. It belongs. We are the caretakers for cloud role That's right. what we'd. We do, uh, and I believe that that's what the board members feel.
0: So you always say that oh, hell is Klaus Stroll's organization, that's but correct. in a way, and take this the right way, it it, it is My Hellman's organization. It's Jay Kesten's meaning, as you said, you feel a a bias over it. You feel that you're active, actually accomplishing things by being involved with it. But
1: so does every board Correct, member. Correct, right.
0: It's theirs also, every right. single board member. Mike Shalman and Jay Kestenbaum are here. I say every year, if you're going to go to one dinner, and both of you know how trying dinners can be sometimes, right? But I always say, if you're going to go to one or two dinners a year, make this one of them, because that program, an hour, an hour and a half, whatever length it is, is one of the most inspiring sessions for the Jewish community of the entire year, you agree with that, Mosh?
1: I absolutely do. I um, I agree with everything you said. <laughs> I'm not crazy about going to many dinners, <laughs> uh, but um, there's something the old... about this one, though. <laughs> I always came to the Oval dinner. Someone, uh, I, I was trying to remember now. The first dinner that I went to, uh, a friend of mine uh, who, whose father was involved in oil asked me to come to a dinner. We need some. We need someone to fill the tables. <laughs> Uh, yeah. you were, you were a filler. I was a filler. <laughs> uh, and um I I kept being I, I think I've been a filler now for the past 46 years.
0: <laughs> Still filling that dinner table. Um information. Everybody out there to place your reservations and to be there on the night of November the 11th at the Sheraton New York Times Square Hotel go to ohelgala.org or ohelfamily.org or dial 718-972-9338 718 972 That night, in addition to the honorees that we mentioned, uh, Meish will become the uh, president emeritus and Jay Kesterman will step in as co president, uh, joining Mel Zachter in the uh, effort. Now, Jay just mentioned a moment ago that, as a perfect example, th- this is one of those weeks where Ohel's work, beyond all the things we mentioned, beyond the foster care, the residences, the, 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 the things going on every single day with the thousands of staff and volunteers. Uh, where where the community benefits really nationwide uh, from their work. You mentioned that um, because of what happened in Pittsburgh, um, both Dr. Norman Blumenthal, who is the Zachter family chair in trauma and bereavement, and his staff have been in touch directly with everybody in Pittsburgh. They're providing consultation to the schools there in Pittsburgh, uh, and they're going to be obviously in touch with everybody there, not just over the next few days, but over the next few months, I would assume.
2: Correct, correct.
0: To do whatever is necessary. Plus... OHEL's guidelines and recommendations to adults and children in the wake of the Pittsburgh tragedy has already been sent to tens of thousands of people. The organization is so organized; they don't just offer help and ask people to go out and speak. They have a they have printed material to help people, educators, parents, etc., with all of this. Which is, and I, you know, based on the information we have, this has already been distributed in the tens of thousands out Correct. there. Correct. And we should mention, by the way, that this is not only important for Pittsburgh; it's important for kids, families, and schools around the entire country, who no Correct. doubt. Are focused on safety and security at this time. Correct. So that's something we have to mention.
2: And and Nachum, these these events, even though they're sometimes unfortunately off the front page of the paper in a day or two, right. um, the communities and the people touched by them suffer their whole lives. And provides that counseling and instruction, um, not only for the community, but especially now with social media, um, the whole world and all the children in every school in the United States are going to hear about this and be afraid to go to school no or question. be afraid to uh, walk outside or go to school. Right. And uh, th- this has effects all across the whole uh, whole country.
0: And, if, and both of you know of cases right now where... Oh hell's involvement started months and probably years ago that are still on the ground in certain places. Unfortunately there's so many tragedies that occur uh, and they're still there consulting with teachers, principals, parents, community leaders, et cetera. So that should be mentioned as well.
2: Right. And we'll also be here as an organization, especially in five months when PTSD occurs and when all the aftermath of uh, these kind of tragic events happen, as we've seen all across the country.
0: Because when things settle down, that's when very often the people really involved or on the front lines start to get affected even more so. You mentioned Wanaque, and I, I don't know how many people in this audience are following the news story, but unfortunately this is a facility in New Jersey. Uh, for very sick children with these low uh, immune deficiency disorders. And they, unfortunately, almost every day we're hearing of more deaths right. in the facility. Oh, health stepped in to help the staff deal with all this down there. Correct, correct. Pretty amazing. Norman
2: Blumenthal and, and his staff uh, um, went to speak to uh, provide trauma bereavement and uh, crisis counseling for the staff. And uh, these situations, which uh, people don't hear about, and they figure it's somewhere else, uh, but we're called on to provide those services to so many uh, communities.
0: And then, not that there wasn't enough last week, but uh, we heard about this uh, school bus crash on Friday, which uh, affected students, and uh, that that was from one of the yeshivas. And um, again, oh hell on the spot there to help everybody with whatever was necessary. So these right, I these think
1: what you need to add is not only there for the day of right. or day after, but for weeks and months after. We continue, we, we stick with it. Um, as, um, as Jay had mentioned, PTSD, it, it doesn't happen till later. Right. And uh, we, we're, we're there with it. See, you. this
0: is the problem
1: when all your stuff
0: has to be confidential. <laughs> because as I said to Jay a moment ago... The you both could probably tell us right now of situations that started months ago that you still have your staff dealing with today. But unfortunately or fortunately, to be honest, because all these things are kept confidential and we're not, you know, here to discuss specific situations, uh, you know, uh, very often. I got to correct
1: you. We it's so confidential. Board members are not supposed to know and they don't. In other words, you're
0: presented with situations without names,
1: we are presented with situations without names. So much so, I'll tell you something. When there's a vacant bed, and there are a hundred people on the list, and let's say ten have been vetted already, and who gets that bed? The first one on the list, uh, the most in need. We so we have a we have an admitting committee. Right. So we sit down. And we don't hear names. We don't see names. We just see a little bit of a history of who this person is. And it says A, B, C, D. We have to choose between A, B, C, D. Of course, we listen to the recommendation sure. of professionals. But we decide that and based on, on on numbers, not based on names. It's confidential. I don't know, nine-tenths of, of nine-tenths? 99% of, of, of anything that... Uh, uh, individual cases that go on to know, nor am I supposed to know.
0: It's one of the secrets of staying number one, right?
1: That's right. It, it, it's, it's, uh, it, it's ethical. That's the way it's Correct. supposed to be.
0: And we should mention that there are people, rightfully so, government, etc., who are always examining what organizations like yours are doing. And as I've said to you a million times, it's amazing that this one, which is such a pride and joy of the Jewish world, continues to be number one in the state and it's a very hard position to maintain. You know, when you're number two or number three, then there's somewhere to go. When they, when, there's somewhere to go up. When you're number one, there's only one place to go, and to maintain that number one status is very difficult. So right. that's a tremendous—it uh, tr- gives us a tremendous amount of pride in the Jewish community. You know, we 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 mentioned the I, we have to mention the honorees uh, aside from, from Jay and Meish being recognized that night and the change being made uh, to the Presidium of Ohel, which will now going forward officially be Jay— and the J Kastman Melzak. There we should mention Linda and Ellie Gottlieb, they're being recognized as the native leave awardees that night and Jenny and Barry Horowitz, professional leadership awardees. These are again people who are in a position that you were in years ago where they're starting to get more and more involved with the organization and take an active role and they should be
1: recognized. Barry Horowitz used to work for Ohel. Um just a, a wonderful wonderful person. I uh, I kept up with him over the years. Um and um, it's, it's he he deserves it for many reasons. Right. He's so hands-on, and now he's in private practice, and uh, just a wonderful individual. And uh, Mr. Gottlieb, I just, I don't know him that well, but uh, I hear that he's uh, just a wonderful person. So the Gottliebs and the
0: Horowitzes are being recognized, and both of you can speak probably for hours about the uh, involvement of Gloria and Harvey Kayley, Harvey of blessed memory, of course. I mean... He he went from a small introduction to the Ohel organization, right? Very small introduction, decades ago, to becoming an unbelievable supporter. To having one of the landmark uh, overnight camps in the Jewish community named for him. Do you know how he was introduced, OHL? <laughs> I do, and it's an unbelievable story. That's that's why I say it. he had got introduced on a very limited cursory basis, if I'm not mistaken, for some Hanukkah celebration happening at Ohel, he provided some toys for the kids. Am I but, correct that's how it But, in, but
1: initially there was Elaine Schickman. Right. Uh, who we've spoken to many times right. over the have <laughs> So they, they have adopted, they've adopted five children. Correct. Uh, of Through Ohel. Right. And... Um, they live in the Hamptons, and they uh, they daven. They came to shul Shabbos, and all of a sudden, there are five kids. Right. And Harvey came to shul, and he says, "Where did you get these kids from? <laughs> Where did anyway, they
0: come from?" Initially, <laughs> they took
1: them in as foster children, right? And uh, and he said, "Really? There's there's an organization that does this. They 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 uh, provide foster care for these children, and then they he said, "I want to be involved in an organization like this." And the rest is history. The
0: rest is history, and it went from again, like I say, participating in that Hanukkah celebration. Hanukkah, I believe they came, to, came to, to becoming <laughs> to becoming uh, what we know as one of the main supporters of this great cause.
1: I could tell you the, the one thing that Harvey said last at the last uh, dinner, the, at the last Camp Kaylee. Uh, we have a sun a Sunday right. uh, celebration of Harvey as Ruch, and his wife Gloria. Should be well, uh, where Harvey said. He was, he had, uh, unfortunately with diabetes, he had lost both legs. And he got up on his prosthesis and he said, girls, remember I stood here at the same spot last year? There's one difference. That last year I stood on my own two legs. This year I'm standing on, not my two legs, but on prosthesis. But tell me, am I a different person? I don't think I am. I have a problem, I have to deal with it. But I'm the same person. We all have problems to deal with it i thought that was that that great message that that message left such an impression on me great message
2: and and they always say that uh camp cayley was their best investment they ever made for someone who's successful (laughs) as the cayleys in business that's an incredible thing
0: i saw gloria in the hamptons ironically enough this summer and the Schickmans, who i continue to tell them you know are legends here because of what they did it's not just five foster children it's five they 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 had five foster children all related, brothers and sisters, siblings. Brothers and sisters. And whenever I say to them, and whenever I laud them for this incredible example that they've given all of us, they always say, what choice did we have? The kids wanted to be together. Like, you know, they, they treated like, you know, like anybody would do that. Uh, not to minimize the foster parents out there. You have some incredible people that we've met over the decades that have really changed the lives of, of children. Those children have changed the lives for the better of their own families, the ones that uh, act as foster families. Uh, but this was an exception. This was, you know, the Shikmins are uh, actually a real exception to all Zadikim, of this. Zadikim. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, oh, I also wanted to mention, in addition to reminding everybody about getting your reservations in for the Ol 49th Annual Gala, Ohel and the Center for Anxiety uh, presents a uh, program tonight at the Ohel Jaffa Family Campus in the Zachter Training Room, where Dr. Norman Blumenthal, Rabbi uh, Ron Yitzchak Eisenman, and Dr. David uh, Rosemarin, who's been a guest of ours many times, will discuss anxiety striving for peace of mind in a complex world. It's all happening at the Ohel Jaffa Family Campus in Brooklyn on East 14th Street tonight, beginning at 730. You can go to ohelfamily.org for information. I assume that the campus is just as beautiful as it was the day of its uh, installation or inauguration a few weeks ago
2: magnificent facility and and i have to tell you nachem um that the the training that ol offers to so many other professionals lay leaders and just general community to understand things like anxiety which which is now first starting in many organizations to be recognized as one of the biggest illnesses uh these days um which is very often not not visible and can't be easily seen but uh the, the, the problems of suicide in so many communities and the problems of drug abuse have all stemmed from anxiety. O'Hel hell is addressing it full blast. And uh, the training that it does and offers the community openly rather than just focusing internally on expanding the organization, just to teach other people in the community and uh, and professionals about what to look for and the signs is just incredible.
0: It is so hard to be good at so many things. It's really hard. In fact, I, I was discussing with someone at, uh, around the time of the celebration at the Jaffa campus that, that I think one of the difficulties is, is actually convincing the Jewish community that you could be this good at so many different things. Because obviously organizations specialize you know, in one or two things usually. But all the things we mentioned this morning, they are, all of them, thank God, are going so well, have become really solid programs in the Jewish community. It's amazing that all this could happen at the same time under one roof.
1: Yeah, and and uh, we were innovators in a, in, a, in a lot of areas where that we started. Um, I remember people came over to me. Nah, we don't have that in Clay It's not. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's not. A, you do, and face it.
0: Face it is right. Yeah. Uh, everyone has an opportunity to support the great work of Ohel. I hope you'll be there November the eleventh. It's always an inspiring and great evening. Go to ohelgala.org, ohelgala.org, or ohelfamily.org, or place your reservation by phone by dialing 718-972-9338, 718-972-9338. In addition to the Cayley family, the Horowitz family, the Gottlieb family, Jay Kestenbaum will celebrate, uh, we'll, we will celebrate his installation as co-president of Ohel with the Mel's actor, and Meisha Hellman will be uh, installed as president. Emeritus in a uh, an appropriate testimonial recognizing his 26 years serving as OHEL's president. But as you said, Maish, thank God you will continue to be involved. You are not you're not moving on. You're not riding off into the sunset. You'll still be there for OHEL and its clients whenever. We're not necessary. letting
2: him go anywhere. <laughs> Jay,
0: Jay's panicking that you <laughs> that you may ride off into the sunset. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not riding off in the sunset.
1: I'm going to be ombudsman, which is something that I love to do which uh, people who come to Ohel don't come to Bukhah Sheva Bruches or Bar Mitzvah. They come because they have probably what is the biggest problem in their life. Right. And sometimes they need someone to talk to. And they uh, need
0: help immediately.
1: Yeah. Uh, and not being a professional, but being someone that I believe I could somewhat feel the heart of my brother and my sister. And I, um, that's what I would like to do uh, in continuation of my uh, involvement in OHAL.
0: Well, there you go. And Jay, you have an amazing partner coming up. Mel has been uh, th- th- probably the first person to introduce OHAL to us. During the, I, always say, I always say this. Mel came to us over 30 years ago during an emergency um, uh, an emergency foster parent situation where there just weren't enough foster parents in our community. As we know, when OHAL has an opportunity to place somebody, they can go into a Jewish home, et cetera, et cetera, and they just weren't enough people. And that was our first introduction to the work of Ohel, and it has just become, like I said, this unbelievable conglomerate of so many different things going on in the Jewish world. And this week, as we said earlier, is a perfect example. Uh, so I wish you the best of luck. This is going to be this is going to be quite a ride. In a way, you must think, like, you've learned so much from Maish, and now you get to be next to Mel and learn, you know, the ropes from
2: him. Constant learning, constant learning. This is what not a you, job that you that you learn well and you know how to do. You have to keep learning because the world keeps changing. And the truth is that that's really why OHL has added so many programs. The world is not stagnant. And it's not simple anymore. And the anymore. needs keep expanding.
0: Yeah, no question about it. Is there a way for someone who's listening who wants to become a board member to check it out or the board is sold out at this point?
1: Absolutely. If not. someone
0: wants to get involved, they can. Yes. To that level. Yes. Yes. Just Absolutely. contact you or the people at Ohel. Contact
2: me this week, next week, Jay. <laughs> no. Contact, contact any anyone anyone on the board or management at Ohel for sure. Um, we welcome uh, inclusion of anyone who wants to uh, help us uh, and help the Jewish community.
0: And the best way to learn more about this team is to be at the dinner. Yes. And for you'll sure. see exactly what they do somehow. In 60 minutes, they're able to sum up everything they do, which is pretty remarkable. Um, Enjoy the dinner on November the 11th, ohelgala.org and 718-972-9338. We will see you there. And don't forget, tonight at the Ohel Jaffa Family Campus on East 14th Street in the Zachter Training Room, you have an amazing lineup. Dr. Norman Blumenthal, Rabbi Aron Yitzchak Eisenman, and Dr. David Ross-Marin all addressing... The Age of Anxiety, Striving for Peace of Mind in a Complex World. Go to the ohelfamily.org website for more information. Uh, I say mazel tov to both of you. Maisha Helman, Jay Kestenbaum, we will see you the 11th, please, God, and continue your amazing work. There's yet another important week for the Jewish world that Ohel has been there uh, to help out, and I know that it's going to continue for a long, long time beyond this week. Yeah. So thank, thank you very nothing, much.
2: Thank you, Nachum. Thank you. you, thank you. Thank see you, for you there. Thank you being
1: so warm. To, to all organizations, but specifically though,
0: there is a special place in my heart for Ohel, and I hope people heed my advice. One dinner, two dinners a year. You like to limit yourself when it comes to Jewish gatherings? Make sure to be at this one. Ohelfamily.org. More coming up. You're listening to a Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM.